I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. From the outskirts of Anchorhead and on the shores of the Great Chat Flats, you're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the right center in the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Nancy. Hi! On today's episode, we're answering questions from our Patreon sub- supporters. We're about to get started, so sit back, grab some power converters, and enjoy the show. And as we mentioned there... Toshi Station Radio is brought to you in part by you, our awesome Patreon subscribers. Click the link on Tashi-Station.net for more details and learn how you can support the show and join the Slack team in which uh, we've sourced today's show. Yes, you can chat with us and other folks who are supporting us on Patreon and talking about random things. Random indeed. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, ignore the sound. I'm repositioning <laughs> Nancy's microphone and I've made it worse. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'm not speaking from my eyes. I'm speaking from my mouth. Is that better? Yes, that's, that's Listeners, better. Thank you. here's a little inside baseball. Brian adjusts my microphone at least twice per show and then also tells me to adjust it. I've been doing this five years and I still don't know where my microphone is supposed to be. That's why I'm not the audio person. <laughs> Remember, into the mic. Hi. And nice and level tone throughout. <laughs> Have you met me? I don't speak in level tones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fixers Flash, the geeky things we've been up to. Nancy, what have you been up to? Uh, I have finally started reading Rebel Rising by Beth Revis, which is the YA book tied into Rogue One. And it's very good. Uh, so far, I'm about a hundred pages in. Um, I I don't know if I like it as much as Lost Stars, mainly because I really enjoyed the whole uh, relationship between Thane and Sienna. But it's really uh, it's it's a really good look into Jin's background and also a lot more on Saw and his group and. Um, I I, li- I definitely am liking it more than Ahsoka. And I'm not, like, saying this as, like, because I have to, you know, I can only like one of the books, but just because those are the three YA books we have so far. But um, it's, I, I, I really like it, and I'm hoping to finish it within the next few days because it's really, it's a really, the font is really big and spaced out. So even though it's 420 pages, I feel like it's only going to take me, like, a normal 200 page book for me <laughs> as for me uh, i've just been playing more mass effect and drama but that's pretty much gonna be the story for a while because i only play this in 30 minute chunks here and there yes although is that why you want to why you want to be biking so much lately because that's when you play mass effect yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> i get it it's not about health it's about video games no, it's always about video games that's what it boils <laughs> down to all right. Uh, what is new on the blog, Nancy? Uh, we have a review for the Screaming Citadel number one, which is the new crossover comic with uh, 
Luke and Afra teaming up, and Luke gets to wear formal clothes, and Brian and I almost got divorced because he didn't tell me about this, and a different Brian had to inform me about it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, he's shrugging his shoulders. Uh, Bria restarted her KOTOR replay with KOTOR 2, which I know absolutely nothing about because I'd never played it. Uh, and also, we started a new feature. Not sure how long, how often we're going to be doing this, but um, some of our patrons were asking about like recommendations for books, and they had said that one of the, you know now that the Thorncast is over, like what other books should we read, and you know if we liked this book, what books would you recommend in Legends? Because there's so many of them. So I wrote about all of the books involving Thrawn and Thrawn's legacy. So if you read Thrawn and don't know where to start with him in Legends, uh, you can go read that article and it's sort of a roadmap. And uh, I didn't do it chronologically. I did it starting with Thrawn trilogy, but I noted where you want to start if you want to actually go chronologically. So. So yes, hopefully we'll be doing this more with other books. And that's about it. And that brings us, of course, now over to Deke's Dirt, news from around fandom. And we start with Adam Scott freaking out over Mark Hamill, and it's delightful. Yes. So uh, Mark Hamill is continuing his trend of surprising people by uh, going on Jimmy Kimmel, which was being hosted by Kristen Bell at the time. Uh, and brought out Mark Hamill because Adam Scott had invited him to a birthday party when he was six years old and Mark Hamill never showed up. So he got his, he, you know, he paid him back many years later. And Adam Scott freaked out. Yes, it was like delightful. Like we would have freaked out. It was delightful. It was so cute. <laughs> he, was, he was shaking with joy. It I was know. just wonderful. It was great. Uh, uh. You can go ahead with this one. Uh, in music news, the New York Philharmonic uh, is doing a Star Wars film series. Yeah, so it's basically watch the movie with a live orchestra playing the soundtracks. And I'm sad they're not doing that anywhere closer to us. I know. I think, though, they might be piloting this for a tour idea. I'm just going to say we're Star Wars fans. We'll pay. Yes. We'll pay good money. I would to totally. See this. Like, I don't know if I'd go see all of them. I'd definitely go see Force Awakens. Um, probably. I. Probably Empire, I think, of the originals would be the one I'd want to see with the live orchestra the most. I don't know. I, I think A New Hope just for Binary Sunset. True. Yeah. I guess we'd have to go see all of them. Yeah. We'll just have to go see all of them. <laughs> um. Dr. Afra won the Fans' Choice Award for the new uh, Black Series vintage figure. So, yay, another lady figure. Not another, just another lady. Uh, P a woman of color. A queer woman of color. Yes. So, uh, if you want to go buy an Afra figure, you'll be able to do so. I'm excited because she's a comic character, and I want them to so do- So, what is your order of hierarchy for action figures? Uh, okay, so I have, it's not really a hierarchy, it's just categories that I focus on, and it's pilots, ladies, expanded universe, and ridiculous. 
and ridiculous, of course, uh, comprises of things like Disco Anakin. Yes, Disco Anakin, Hologram Luke, uh, Bale and Obi-Wan with the twins, uh, Clone Emperor, which crosses over with EU and Ridiculous. Dash Rendar crosses over. Gotta say that uh, the Venn diagram of overlap between EU and Ridiculous is almost a concentric circle. Also, Pilots, Pilot, Corn Horn would go into Pilots, Ridiculous, and EU. So there you go. <laughs> three or four there. Yeah. So uh, so I would like more of the new. I would. I mean, I would love more EU figures. I'm pretty sure they're never gonna do any more figures of of expanded universe. I want Mister Bones. Well, well. Oh, you mean legends? Legends. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I. But definitely, I. I'm really hoping that this will convince them that there is a market for new canon book and comic characters as action figures i would love to get a mr bones i would love sinjir i would love ransom i would love shara bay and kes dameron and greer and pretty much every major yvonne pretty much every major you know character from the books and comics of mm-hmm. you. even mm-hmm. though i don't read the comics i still will i still like to buy them just because I, I it's a novelty having an action figure of a character that's in a book or a comic so yeah so hooray afra getting her own figure yes uh, meanwhile delray is stumping fans with daily character <laughs> showdowns and some of them are just rude yeah i don't know why they've started to do this but they have and it's quite delightful to see people freak out over who would they choose out of these characters. So far, I haven't been, I haven't had to have a hard decision. Is this just for fun or are they leading up to something? Who knows? No, who I think, knows? I think it's just messing with us or just being fun. But they're, uh, they're exceedingly good at that. Yes. But uh, yeah, I, um, I, uh, ha- I haven't been stumped yet. So it'll be interesting to see if they if they actually get to stop. I got it. close today with Poe and Afra. It's Poe, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, no, we oh. just talked about Afra. <laughs> uh, hey, it's time for Big's bullshit Star Wars film news, and we start with uh, Ryan Johnson having only one request of J.J. Abrams for The Force Awakens, and only one thing to change. Yes. Uh, basically, it was that um, they he wanted. So originally, it was supposed to be BB-8 that went with Ray to find Luke, um, which would make sense because you know BB-8 has been you know with Ray through a lot of the movie. Um, but uh, Ryan Johnson asked to change it to R2D2. Uh, which I'm really glad that he did that because the idea of them being reunited really made me happy. Uh, I would have been really sad if R2 and Luke hadn't been reunited. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how they, how they address that. Cause you know, you know, Ray, Ray, Ray went up with the lightsaber, but we also, I think we discussed this in one of the previous episodes of like, what's happening with Chewie and R2? Like, are they just going to hang out there? They're just, they're just playing hollow chess did, the did, whole time. Or did just, he bring R2 up the steps and then they get to have a fun reunion or what, you know, I want to know what happens there. Um, but also, you know, 
it, it, I, I'm glad that BBA is going back with Poe because he's Poe's Troyd, you know. And yeah, he met he met Ray and had a bond with her, but I'm glad he's staying with BBA. Uh, I agree. I would agree. That was a or good, he's staying with Poe. That was a good necessary change to make, and I'm glad it happened. Yes. Uh, also, Ryan Johnson posted a video on Star Wars Day with none other than John Williams. Uh. I, I didn't realize, but apparently that was the official confirmation that he was doing the score for episode mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. Like we all just kind of assumed. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they never said, but I mean, he had always said if he can do it, he'll do it. Um, you know, I, I, I think pretty much as long as, as long as he's still able to, to score the episodic films, he's going to, um, probably not the standalones, but. He wants to write music for Ray. He doesn't want anyone else to write music for Ray. It's adorable. But yeah, so uh, that was the only thing we got for Star Wars Day, really. That and Aphra winning the action figure poll, which, I mean, is cool, but two years ago, we got that really awesome Vanity Fair photo spread, so... Alas. Hopefully we'll get more pictures soon. And finally, Philip Lord taunts fans with a tweet celebrated May the 4th with Chris Miller in the best way possible. I'll tell you how in one year. Troll. Troll, troll. I'm guessing that relates to the Han Solo movie that they're filming right now and is coming out next. I'm guessing they just, filmed, I'm guessing they just filmed their last musical number. <laughs> uh, or maybe, uh, I don't know, the Kessel Run. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> hey, so that brings us to Cammy's concerns. We're not sure how far, how long this episode is going to go today, but uh, y'all <laughs> can deal because we gave you a really long episode last week. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and this is Ask Us Anything. Um, like we mentioned, uh, all of what we do here is paid for by Patreon now. Yes. Um, we're... We are essentially meeting cost uh, for podcast hosting, uh, blog hosting, domain name registration, and even gear uh, for recording podcasts, thanks to Patreon. Thank you, yes, everyone. Yes, thank you, especially a couple months ago when my mixer decided to fry, <laughs> and yes. I had to go get a new one, and hey, they're not cheap. No. So, yes, yeah, so we uh, we decided that since we just opened up the Slack to the $5 uh, donors. And again, only $5 in Patreon gets yeah. you into our uh, Patreon-exclusive Slack team where you get to interact with Nancy, myself, and the rest of the Tashi Station crew. As well as the other patrons, which is cool because you can, you know, talk about stuff that, you know, new trailer or whatever, you know, it's... Other than Twitter, it's a fun place to hang out. So uh, we decided that since we were, you know, we always try to think of what are we going to talk about this week? And sometimes it's very easy because there's a new trailer out or a new book. Uh, But um, sometimes we're kind of stumped. So we decided we were going to turn this into an Ask Us Anything episode where we answer all the questions from our patrons and some of them they just had like kind of discussion things they wanted us to talk about yeah that will riff on for a little bit yes so uh thought we'd start with this this questions from Lindsay, uh who wanted to know about basically what we do other than star wars <laughs> because actually you know it, when i was reading a lot of responses mo- a lot of them were newer listeners and didn't know a lot of the stuff like yeah. i'm like 
oh we, we talked about this yeah, all the time and i'm like oh wait we haven't really brought this up in like three or four years yeah and especially like you know what's your favorite books and everything and i'm like oh right people start listening later on in the show <laughs> so um so Lindsay wanted to know like what are our day jobs what are there things we do when we're not star warsing and how did you make the decision to create a podcast in the first place so yeah, I guess we'll start with what are our day jobs. Uh, I work as a service desk analyst. I write a little bit of documentation, and I do a technical support for a software company uh, in Orlando. Um, I work for. Do I want to say specifically what industry? Because you will be able to find me. <laughs> uh, I work in. I I basically do document work. Uh, I work in downtown Orlando. It's not exciting, but I basically am writing and editing, but just like business stuff, business documents, uh, and like quasi government agency things. So yeah, I'm, it's not that I'm secretive about it, but it's just if I say what industry it is, you'll be able to find me like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I will refrain from doing that. Uh, what other things we do when we're not Star Warsing? That's hard because Star Wars takes up so much of it. <laughs> uh, well, me reading, obviously, because I do the book club and I'm trying to read more. Uh, a lot of it is Star Wars, although I'm trying to branch out with more books. Um, also writing, which I haven't been doing much lately, but that's kind of my dream is to get an agent and get a book published so kind of on hiatus with that but that's my dream uh as for me i mean in addition both of us we have a thing park thing yes we are 15 minutes from the gates at disney world we are there all the time yes so uh, if you have other disney questions you would like to ask I us mean, we've Okay, you haven't. I have <laughs> kicked the idea around of doing a once or twice a month Disney Parks podcast. I don't think I would be able to do twice a month. Maybe once a month. <laughs> Wait, I, I think we could make once a month happen. Once a month, yeah. Yeah, but we I could totally do that. Yeah, I don't think we'd be able to do twice so that, a month. So that might be something you can expect from us in yeah. the future that's non-Star Wars-y. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, we're at the parks all the time yeah we we go we go through phases where we don't go for a while and then we go for you know all the time usually like when our family comes to visit um we don't usually go a lot during the summer unless family's here uh we go a lot during food and wine um but yeah we love disney uh we used to have passes for universal but we just didn't we, go enough and yeah. we go even less now because now we actually live even closer to yeah. Disney than we used to. But we love um, Wizarding World. And, you know, eventually I do want to get passes again to just go to Wizarding World, but it probably won't be for a while. It's a great place to go right. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, other things I do. Yes. Uh, I'm a big, avid sports you fan. You sports. I sport a lot. You I am sport. into the sports ball. <laughs> uh, I am a huge Seattle Mariners fan, a Seattle Seahawks fan, a Seattle Sounders fan, uh, U.S. men's soccer, U.S. Uh, women's soccer. Uh, I watch a lot of sports. He does. I say that lovingly. <laughs> I support him You frequently sports. go to sleep to the sounds of late night baseball. I do. It's really calming. <laughs> I said calming and not boring. I would like to note that for the record. 
The dulcet- I do like soccer. I do like watching yeah. soccer. Uh, yeah, so I do a lot of that. I play uh, I play video games not as much as I used to. I'm playing a little more now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I edit people's podcasts who aren't mine. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's what I do when I'm not Star Warsing. Also, we have a dog and a cat. We do. We, we love. cuddle with our animals an awful lot. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, how did you make the decision to create a podcast in the first place? Uh, We've told this story yeah. so many times. I like how you tell it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because there's so much disdain in your story. Okay, so going way back in August 2010, Star Wars Celebration was in Orlando. So that was Celebration 5. Um... At the time, I had kind of fallen out of fandom for a while. Um, You know, I still loved Star Wars, but I didn't read the books anymore. I didn't really talk about Star Wars as much. Um, I didn't watch Clone Wars. You know, the the hype from the prequels was long over. So it was kind of like lapsed. But I was really excited when Celebration was coming to Orlando. Um, I really wanted to go back to a Celebration because I'd gone to Celebration 3. And um, and I had just recently gone to Star Wars in concert, and that kind of like got me all hyped for Star Wars. So, long story short, I went to Star Wars Celebration Five, got totally sucked back into Star Wars and fandom, and I started reading the books again because I went to a panel for Fate of the Jedi, which was the book series happening at the time. And Aaron Alston was one of the writers, and I loved him, and I thought, okay, I've heard a lot of good things about the Luke and Ben relationship from Fate of the Jedi, so I'm going to give it a try. And Fate of the Jedi was very hit or miss for me, however, I did really love the Luke and Ben relationship, and um, so I kind of, I got back into reading at least that series of books. But I really missed Marjade, because she was dead which was why I didn't read the books anymore. Um, So when you miss a character from the books or you're not happy with the way things are going in the books, what do you do, Brian? You uh, you write fan fiction. You turn to fan fiction. So I started reading fan fiction, uh, and then I decided I was going to start to try to write some. (laughs) Uh, And I happened to start posting fic on a certain website that – Brian also frequented, uh, and he read one of my stories and commented on the fic, and I read his stories and commented, and then we became Twitter friends, and then we became better friends. So, uh, we were just, you know, we were just fandom friends, basically. And then, uh, we, we went to Dragon Con in 2011, uh, you visited Florida, later that year in November. So we hung out. Uh and then so so we you know we got to be pretty good friends. And then Brian decides in like late 2011 early 2012, I want to do a podcast. And I said, "Great, have fun." And Brian goes, "I want you to be my co-host." And I said, "Nope." It's <laughs> like, "Come on, you can do it." And I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope because I wanted to write. I needed to focus all my energy on writing. I didn't have the time to do a podcast. And Brian was like, please, 
there's no one else I'd rather do it with. <laughs> and I was like, no. And Star Wars podcasting at the time was a real sausage fest. It still is. Oops, and I said it out loud. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I finally relented and we started a show. So basically, I had no interest in ever doing a podcast. Brian decided he wanted to try it. And the rest is history. <laughs> then we made a blog. And five years later, we're still here. So Somewhere we got started dating and got married along yeah. the way. But I think we really just want... I think when, when, we, when I finally agreed to do the podcast, I wanted to do one that was more focused on like books and stuff. Yeah. Because at the time, there still weren't a lot of podcasts that talked about that a lot of most of them were very general star wars and we we talked about general star wars but remember january 2012 when we started the podcast we didn't know how long we'd be able to do one because there was so little going on yes so we didn't have movies to talk about we we had the clone wars and that's about it we we were just kind of hoping that we'd make it through celebration with enough material (laughs) yeah And then uh, the sale happened, and uh, we haven't been hurting for material since. Yes. Uh, I mean, a little peek behind the curtains. Um, We pretty much cribbed uh, Tashi Station Radio's format from another podcast. Yes. I I am a... I, I don't listen to all of them anymore because there's so many of them. But I I start used to started listening to Scott Johnson's podcasts probably around 2007, 2006. Um, I was a huge World of Warcraft fan, player, person, and uh, he his podcast, The Instance, was pretty much the number one World of Warcraft show, and it still is um so i started listening to his show and then from then i found a bunch of other podcasts that he did um and one of them he started i think it was 2011 the morning stream um that he does every morning with his co-host brian ibbett and they have you know they have seg different segments every day so i i said that I suggested when we were planning what we were going to have the show, having different segments so it wasn't just, let's talk about Star Wars, you know, and just free for and all that. So that's how that happened. Yep. Tashi also, Station Radio was born by stealing other people's ideas. <laughs> also, Brian, you didn't mention when you're not Star Warsing, but you, like, audio stuff a lot <laughs> audio stuff audio equipment <laughs> yeah yeah you're a tech nerd when it I, comes to that I so am a, i'm a big gadget geek so and, that probably helped with you wanting to do a podcast yeah um it, i i got it from my dad who is also i learned it from watching you <laughs> i learned it from you dad <laughs> uh yeah my dad is a big audiophile um, and I'd always been fascinated with audio gear and recording stuff, so that just kind of led me into, uh, into podcasting. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, the ideas and the origins of Tashi Station <laughs> Radio. So thank you for those questions, Lindsay. Uh, then we have a bunch of questions from Amy Wishman, who, uh, Amy is also, uh, a listener of rogue padron which we love and they're coming back this week so yay rogue padron 
They're doing a Rogue One commentary episode. I can't wait. And then they're reading Iron Fist. <laughs> and those of you have, who have read Iron Fist are now steepling your fingers together <laughs> and going, hee <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, So Amy wants to know our favorite and least favorite Legends book. Uh, oh, favorite is Starfighters of Adamar for me. Mm-hmm. Your favorite? Uh, favorite is Vision of the Future. And least favorite. Crucible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Crucible. Um, to, to avoid repetition, I will also say um, the Crystal Star. <laughs> I mean, uh, now with it all being Legends, that's more ha-ha funny bad. Yes. But at the time, it was like, that was the book. So that's yeah, what you got. Yeah. It was all the story. Uh, favorite non-Star Wars book? I have two that I can think of right off the bat. The first is The Season of Passage by Christopher Pike. That's a great Which I first read when I was 13, and it scared the bejesus out of me. But I still read it every so often. And I really wish there was an an e-book version of it, because I would buy it in a heartbeat. Um... Other is uh, The Icarus Hunt by Timothy Zahn, which I recommend to everyone who wants to try his non-Star Wars books. Um, It's definitely my favorite of his non-Star Wars material. And do not read spoilers about the book. Go in in blind. I know some people don't care about spoilers, but that is one you absolutely need to go into unsullied. You do, because you will do what I did. You will get to the end of the book and then immediately start reading it over again because you want to pick out the stuff that you missed beforehand. Yeah. It's it's an excellent, excellent, excellent book. Um, It's definitely a 90s book (laughs) in that there's hardly any girls in it. But I can give it a pass because it's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give you a series of books. Uh, the His Dark Materials Trilogy by uh. Philip Pullman uh, informed a lot of my reading decisions and shaped a lot of my worldview. Uh, so those were really important books to me. And had a very unfortunate movie, from what I... Let's not speak of that. <laughs> from what we're I... Not, yeah, we're not speaking <laughs> of the, that movie. Yes. Mm-mm. No. Yes. Um. So, favorite... Or do, fan casting for Mara, Card, Pelion, Koran, Mirex, etc. Um, so, I don't do a lot of fan casting. Um, I... A lot of the ways I see the characters are how they look on the Japanese New Jedi Order covers. Um, and so basically, if I'm looking at a character, that's that's how I, I see them. I don't I don't usually do fan casting. Yeah. However, there is one fan casting that I've done and that I've actually gotten Dunk from Club Jade, who is an avid anti-fan casting person to approve of this one and it is idris elba for talon card that is the perfect fan (laughs) cast as far as i am concerned which is funny because the way i actually picture him is how he is on the japanese cover of the unifying force which is white older gentleman ruggedly handsome with long hair uh complete opposite of idris elba but i also if he was going to be in a movie i would 
have to be that. Have yeah, to. yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not that great at fan casting either. I mean, maybe for Amara now you do a Brie Larson, but I don't mm, know. Mm-mm. Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. She's got red hair. Yeah, there you go. Not Scarlett Johansson or no. Dina Meyer was in the '90s, who everyone fan casted as Mara. And if you do not know who Dina Meyer is, you're looking at me blankly. I'm looking at you blankly. I'm Starship sorry. Starship Troopers. Right, 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 right. <laughs> also, Joey's uh, acting buddy in the the weird play he did. About- That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, Mirax is me. Yeah, you're, you're Mirax. You're my Mirax. Uh, uh, Corin would be funny because you'd pick the most annoying actor. Who's a really annoying white dude bro actor? Oh, what's Phoebe's sister? Or, or Phoebe's, Phoebe's uh, brother? No, he's funny. Giovanni Ribisi? He's yeah. funny. No, I'm, t- I'm thinking of like some very stereotypical like handsome but bro dude i'm trying to think like so i there's like a meme of it where it's like these four white brown haired actors who all look exactly the same i think you tweeted it you're like i can't tell these apart that's oh the guy the possibilities for the next bachelor yes that those are the guys you would cast as seriously i looked at that i could not tell them apart i could not distinguish them at all and i say this lovingly because i do like corin but yeah that's it the stereotypical white dude would be corin uh i'm gonna give you a bonus one vince Carthizer for cast and dawn oh god Oh god, it's so bad but so good and no no one will get that because you haven't met him yet. <laughs> well, those of us who have read the books have. Yes. I can't yeah. wait to give that fan casting uh, to Padron. Yes. Uh favorite non-film new canon character. <laughs> we both have the same. It's it's Sinjir. Yeah. I love Sinjir. <laughs> Yeah, Sinjir. Sinjir is the kind of character I would write if I yeah. were writing Star Wars. You I would. love him to pieces. Yes. Um, I, I mean, will... honorable mention, of course, for Grand Admiral Ray Sloan. Yes. I will give some other... I, I have like a list of five. It's like, it's Sinjir, Sloan, Mary Spanjaff, who's from the Serpents of the Empire books, um, uh, Ransom Castrofo, and Shara Bay. Yeah, I like that. I can go with that <laughs> list. That's a great list. Yeah. Uh, if you were writing it, what would you have each member of the Aftermath character crew do after Empire's End? What are their next adventures? Well, I'm just going to say I wouldn't change anything about Sinjir because that's perfect. I want the adventures of Sinjir being Mon Mothma's aide. He comes home from work every day. Condor has dinner ready. That's I yeah. Just, I want the domestic adventures of Sinjir and Condor. Yes, I wouldn't mind a book where they have to go out on a mission and they're like, Ugh. but um, yeah, that's what I'd like for them. It's hard because I like so much of what how their arcs played out in that series. Like I love Nora Wexley, mm-hmm. uh, flight academy instructor. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see more of her. Uh, training the the pilots I, this is renewing my long desired uh wish of a an x-wing academy book yeah um as far as like do i want her and wedge to hook up um i want to be opposed to it after some time has passed because nora needs some time to clear her head <laughs> 
and get her emotions back on straight. <laughs> uh, also, I think Wedge and Tycho should hook up, but that's my dream from long yeah, ago. Yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> uh, Jess is a hard one. Jess ends up with uh, the pirate den on the Superstar Destroyer. Ah, I could see her going there. Yeah. Eliotti's a superstar destroyer. Yeah, I could see I, her joining that crew because she's very becoming high now. up in uh, their organizational structure. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, which Ewok is the best and why? Uh, I mean, Wicket. Wicket. Uh, I think it's Paplu is the one who gets on the speeder. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Not I bad. Mean, for I, a I have to go furball. with Wicked because Warwick Davis is just a delightful human being. Yes. I think that one. Or the baby Ewok. Duh. Or um the therapy Ewok. <laughs> uh so what do you think Jabba's skin feels like? And I have the answer. You have the answer. Yes, it is a combin it is a horrible combination of sandpaper and Nickelodeon brand slime. Oh, I was just going to say it feels like Diego Luna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an easy one. Yeah. What Harry Potter house would you be sorted into? I'm a Gryffindor. Brian is undoubtedly a Gryffindor. I am a Hufflepuff. See, I always got into arguments with people. And then one time I told a story about uh, something I did coming down a mountain. And everyone yelled at me, that's why you're a Gryffindor. Exactly. It is. <laughs> why you are we should tell that story i i was out camping in the snowy mountains uh and a friend of mine got sick mm -hmm. uh and um this was probably a really stupid thing to do but at 1 a.m in the dark with only a headlamp i ran down the mountain to my car it was about it was about two miles down and uh drove to a ranger station to get help yeah that's a Gryffindor thing, Brian. Totally. <laughs> uh, where can we find some of the fan fiction you've written? <laughs> okay, so most of mine was lost in the great TFN truncation purge mm -hmm. of, what was it, 2010, 2011? I think 2011. Yeah, uh, so you most of mine is FNN. gone. I've got some on fanfiction.net. I've got some on AO3. Uh, and you can find Brian's easily because it's the same, he uses the same username everywhere. I do not specifically, I specifically keep my fanfiction username separate from my Twitter username. However, you will be able to find it if you follow me, if you know who I am on a certain message board. <laughs> uh, because I haven't changed my name there yet. Um... And I, if you really want to know, I will DM you because <laughs> I don't want to tell you. I don't want to find my fanfic. Not because <laughs> I'm disappointed because I'm, you know, a f I think there's anything wrong with it. I just, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Neil wants to, would love to hear a discussion on the canon books. Order of Rich to read them, and of course, favorites. So, Order is 
Order is tough now because uh, I think the better question is, what in Star Wars in particular do you like? Yeah. And based on your answer to that, I'll tell you what you should pick up first. The Star Wars books now are not very interconnected. Uh, Back in the day, you kind of had to read them in a certain order in order to understand stuff. Um, But uh, now you really don't. you know the books. The books are very much standing alone. There are some characters that overlap, um, and I used to be a big proponent of reading in publication order. I think now, if you're just if you haven't read any of the canon books, I would say just start at the beginning of the timeline and move forward from there. Um, you know, I definitely think you should read a new dawn before reading the aftermath trilogy. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that I would, I would say pretty much go chronologically. Yeah. Agreed. Um, agreed. Um, and also don't forget that there's Disney press books now. There's a lot more of those. Um, and, and the quality is stunning on those books. Yeah. So don't skip over those. Don't just read the Delray books, read, read the younger level books as well because they're some of my favorites uh speaking of favorites uh favorite canon book which amy also asked but i put it here okay um it's i was gonna say speaking of the younger reader books mine is the weapon of a jedi by jason fry uh it's the i can't pick one of them so i'm just gonna say the aftermath trilogy is what does it for me right now yeah if i had to pick a an adult book or a delray book it would be um it would be life debt. Uh, but Weapon of a Jedi is Luke Skywalker as a pilot and yeah. learning to be a Jedi. And the reason I love the Aftermath trilogy so much is they are very much sort of the spiritual successor to the X-Wing books, which were my favorite canon or uh, favorite Legends books. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Borgard would like to know, since we're likely to get yearly Star Wars movies for the foreseeable future, do you ever think we'll get another big novel series? Never say never, but not anytime soon. I I agree. I I don't want to either. Um I mean, I I do miss some of the interconnectedness with the books. Um but I think I would like to see more trilogies. Not necessarily long novel series. What was great about uh, having a trilogy like Aftermath and having that be the longest set of books you get is um, they're able to intersperse other books between Aftermath releases. So Mm -hmm. uh, if this trilogy isn't working for you for some reason, they've also got this, this, and this that you can also pick up. Uh, With those big series, it was the three books a year you were getting were part of that series. And if you weren't up to speed for that series you were locked out yeah and if you wanted to read books that were set after return of the jedi that's really all there was yeah um now that they're very much going back they're they're jumping around the timeline which i appreciate i do i do hope there's more trilogies i do want books that are set between um the the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy yeah agreed agreed uh, Jedi Shum asks, what inspires you most about Star Wars? What keeps you blogging and podcasting about Star Wars? Other than more movies, what is it you're most excited about regarding the future of Star Wars? 
what inspires you most? I guess we start there. Uh, um, well, I guess you start at the iconic binary sunset <laughs> looking out into the distance. Yeah. Um, for me, it's, I guess the most inspirational thing is just it it inspires me to create something of my own, <laughs> you know? Like, I th- feel like every creative person has been inspired by Star Wars in some way. Uh, we talked a little about this with Tom when he was on the show about how he wanted they wanted people for the an- certain point of view anthology who had been inspired by Star Wars but didn't necessarily write Star Wars or even write fiction, you know, or, or write science fiction. Um, so I, I, I feel like everyone who's seen Star Wars and become a big fan of it has been inspired in some way to either, like, become a filmmaker or a writer or just, you know, scientist or whatever. Uh, so that's, that's really it for me. And also just um, what keeps me coming back it's uh, it's really cheesy, but it's the friendships I've made along the way. <laughs> and it turns out Star Wars was really the friendships we made <laughs> along the way. Yeah, like, I mean, if I wasn't, if I didn't blog and podcast with my husband, I probably would have stopped a long time ago. Um, for, you know, for the first, like, year of our show, we were... Like, no, for the first year and a half of the show, we were on opposite sides of the country. Mm-hmm. And once we started, you know, and when we were just friends, really, like, this was all, like, I talked to Brian once a week uh, about Star Wars, and I really looked forward to it. And then when we started dating, it was, you know, it was the thing we did together. Yeah, you might notice about a, oh, what, was it a 10-month stretch in which we were doing a bunch of two and two and a half hour shows? <laughs> because, I mean, we talked otherwise but like you know that this was like we couldn't go on a date so we did a podcast Yeah, (laughs) podcast night was date night for us yeah so which is really dorky but uh but also like we've met a ton of other people and like going to dragon con we've met a bunch of people there and celebrations and twitter so um you know that's pretty much it for me yeah i mean i i'm very much with you there Mm -hmm. um it's Star Wars is a cultural touch point, and uh, so many of the friendships and relationships I have are through Star Wars. Yeah, and that's what really keeps me coming back. Is um, it? Yeah, the story is great. The movies and the books are great, but uh, it's being able to share that with all sorts of people. And that's why we started a podcast so we yeah. could share more star wars with more people yes um and the last part of that question was what other than more movies what is it you're most excited about regarding the future of star wars star wars land (laughs) yes that's a good one um i'm i'm gonna be 15 minutes away from a freaking cantina (laughs) for me um i i mean this is kind of related to the new movies but it's getting to relive the New Republic era um, with completely new stories. Because uh, the New Republic era was 
what I loved most in the expanded universe. Uh, before the prequels, it was the only new Star Wars we'd, we were getting. It was the books were creating the story of what happened after Return of the Jedi. Um, so, you know, while I'm sad that a lot of those books were turned into legends, I try to look at it from a, um, um, also like, like basically creating new, a, a completely new story. So it's like, I get to relive this, this era that I loved, you know, and, and find out what happened to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, next one. Oh, Diana. Diana also asked about fan casting. Who we would fan cast is Sloan. That's a hard one for me because Sloan's such a badass. I can't think of anyone who would do a good job of her. Hmm. I mean, I could do a stereotypical answer or a expected answer and say like someone like Viola Davis. Ah, uh, Gina Torres. Uh, that's also a good one. Yeah. I, um, I could see Gina Torres. Yeah, someone, someone like. Although that. it really depends on what era Sloan yeah. we're talking about. Because older, older Sloan would be like Gina Torres. Younger Sloan, that would be a harder, harder one. Like aftermath Sloan, Gina Torres. Yeah, younger Sloan, I I don't know, I'm not sure. But um, what are your hopes and dreams for the next animated series, Brian? This is a hard one. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Yeah. 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 I I want Wedge's Flight Academy. Wedge's Hosnium Prime Flight Academy. That's what I want. I would also I would also not mind something set during the original trilogy. Um set in the rebellion itself. I, I do think um, they are gonna continue moving forward. Yeah. Um I would also not say no to a Luke Skywalker Jedi Academy podcast, but I all right yeah. podcast well, <laughs> TV I wouldn't show. Say no, to that either. no <laughs> hi, yeah. this is Luke Skywalker. How are you? <laughs> um, this is Luke Skywalker, and you're listening to the Academy cast. Yeah, right. Um, if you could have a TV show set in the Star Wars universe, what would it be? For example, Brooklyn Nine Nine and Star. Oh, Wars. I know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I have two two choices. One is not a show. You're gonna you're gonna say it, aren't you? What? America's next top model. No, but now I do want that. Coruscant's next top model. That would be fantastic. Uh no, I was gonna say I want HGTV set in Star Wars. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> you know, uh, Han and Chewie can go look at cloud houses. <laughs> Yes, I would just like all of every HGTV show, like, because I was thinking House Hunters, definitely. But then I was thinking, no, you got to expand because you got to have Property Brothers. Nora Wexley, are you going to love it? Are you going to list it? Yeah, you need to love it or list it. You need the Joanna and Chip version of... of <laughs> they're from Agamar. They're from... Oh, <laughs> oh that's funny. Um, Can we not do Flip or Flop, though? No, those would have to be really annoying people from Coruscant. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but for a a fictional show, I would like The Office. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good answer. <laughs> the Office set in Star Wars. That that's The good. Office on the Death Star. <laughs> 
Uh, Bria would like to know, when will Brian reread Revenge of the Sith for the blog? Why has Brian not reread it yet? What is stopping Brian from rereading it? And how soon will Brian reread Revenge of the Sith? Uh, do you have a Knights of the Old replay you need to do right now? <laughs> do you want to provide context for our listeners? Okay, so years ago, I promised that if Bria live-streamed a reading of The Crystal Star, I would read Revenge of the Sith. I haven't done it. And why did she have to reread The Crystal Star? The Waru Express, in which she read through the vast majority of legends. Yes. And blogged about it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Brian has not reread it yet. Are you going to, ever? Yeah, eventually. Eventually? I'll get around to it. <laughs> this was like, what, four years ago? Four, four and a half years ago. <laughs> uh, Matthew Bowers would like to know, have you heard the good word about our Lord and Savior, Waru, speaking of the Crystal Star? Waru is all. Waru loves you. For those who don't know who Waru is and haven't taken the time to look up Waru, Waru is a character, and I say that loosely, from the Crystal Star. He's basically an other dimensional being. And he's terrible. Yeah, terrible. Mm -hmm. Just awful. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said about that. Yes. Um, Show would like to know, why is Scotch so awful? Uh, why do you have wrong opinions about liquor? I am agreeing with Show that Scotch is awful. Scotch is wonderful. It is the nectar of the gods. Brian, you are a, a, a connoisseur of spirits. Would you like to rank your spirits or discuss your preference? For the audience. I I mean, it's always going to be a nice, expensive scotch to top the list, but uh, <laughs> scotch and then rum, scotch and then whiskey and then rum and then vodka and uh, way down at the bottom, tequila. <laughs> yeah, tequila's gross. Yeah, can't do, I am, can't do tequila. I'm not a liquor connoisseur. I like fruity drinks where you can't taste the alcohol. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. All right, I'm checking the Slack real quick to see if anybody has any last questions. And they who, do not. Who is your favorite X-Wing pilot who is not Wedge Antilles? Uh, Legends acceptable or no? Yes. Okay. Um, Face Loran. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I was not expecting that. Okay. I like Face a lot. Yeah, me too. And I was just going to assume that all the Antilles kin. No, you can. I just, oh. I just said Wedge. Cial. Yeah, we can't say who Cial is. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Do you want to ask me who mine is? Yeah. Who's yours? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Luke. You can say it. It's Luke. Well, that's not fair. It goes Luke, Wedge. Probably Corrin. Uh, I like how quietly you said that. And then Face, and then Wes, and then Hobby. No, no, I'm sorry. Luke, Wedge, Tycho, Corrin, Face, Wes, Hobby. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> that works. 
All right. Well, I guess that is going to do it for us. And hey, we just about got to an hour anyways. Uh, hey, this episode of Tashi Station Radio has been brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. As you heard this episode, uh, we'll do this We'll do this from time to time, just to take questions from our Patreon group. So uh, you can get in on that uh, by joining the $5 Patreon level to get in on the Patreon Slack team. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us with the handles Tashi underscore station. That's the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E on Facebook. We're the Tashi Station Network. We're available on the iTunes Store, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, do leave a review. It helps us grow the show. You can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. Thanks for listening to another episode. Catch you all next time. Bye! This podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Draft Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters. Oh, 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 o